episode 76, Straight Cash Homie, your free agency review from Raiding the Kingdom. It's me and Coach. We are on day eight uh, of free agency, but we figured we'd jump in with an update. Um, Coach, how are you doing, bud? Good, man. It's kind of crazy. It's 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 only been a week. It seems like it's been a lot. It's been a lot longer than. Seems that. like it's been a month, right? Seems like it's been a month, man. Obviously, a lot of huge moves happened in this last week. Um, obviously, we've talked about some of the trades and stuff that have happened, but there's been some good free agency signings too. Um, on on I think on both of our ends, and uh, excited to get into it, man. I mean, let's just let's get cracking. So we're we're gonna go over our teams. Um, free agency moves, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, and then we'll each pick a team whose free agency we thought, you know, their, their moves killed it. And then maybe a team that we think could, uh, could have improved or just really didn't make the moves that had to be done. And there's quite a few teams you could pick from, but we, you know, we had a, a couple select few. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get started. Let's start with you. I want to hear the, about the Chiefs free agency. Uh, so Chiefs free agency, obviously we know um, we know about Juju. We talked about that on our emergency episode the other night. Um, I did. like the deal, man. Uh, like I talked about the deal, it's one year. It's for up to ten point seven five million. Um, but it's really like to start off, it's a one year three million dollar deal. Uh, obviously, I don't know what the incentives are in the contract to get him ten point seven five million. I don't know if those have been actually released yet. Um, but obviously the better season he has, the more money he has and the better season he has will obviously only, uh, help the, the chiefs in the long run. So I'm, I'm completely okay with that. It's not a long-term commitment and, uh, it's, I think, I think it's a relatively good deal. He's a good number two, um, kind of fits that same Watkins mold. He's, uh, he's obviously younger. Um, and, uh, if he can, despite the, <laughs> The Jackson Mahomes uh, Instagram, like, dude, we got a collab comment he made that ever that's going around Twitter uh, and everywhere. If we you're, could, you're so excited, yeah, I'm so excited. I, like, I like part of me just hopes that he's just trolling all of us and that it's not a huge issue this year. But I will, I will keep my fingers crossed and and believe it when I see it. Um, next, next big move is obviously the Justin Reed move, and I don't know if we actually had, had talked about that. Um, we didn't. We didn't. So I really like the move. You know, uh, obviously, like the first couple of days of free agency, the Chiefs really hadn't done anything. And, you know, Chiefs Twitter and everywhere, it seemed like we were going nuts. Like we're, you know, we're seeing all these other moves happen and, and we're not doing anything. Justin Reed, smart kid, Stanford guy. Um, you know, we got him on a three year, $31 million deal. Uh, he's young, he's hungry. Um, you know, and he's, he's saying stuff. If like someone gets in my field of vision, I'm going to hit him. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you want football players like that. He's, he's a bigger guy than Tyron. Uh, he's taller. He's got a little bit more size to him too. Um, you know, was a good, was a good defensive leader on, on the Texans last year. Um, surprisingly with that team rebuilding that you would let a guy like that go. But, you know, maybe it's probably more on him. He's like, well, I can go play in Kansas City or I can stay in Houston and go with a rebuild or, or go to a winning team. So glad he decided to jump over to Kansas City. Um, I think he will continue to improve. You know, both Juju and him are both 25 years old, man. So this is their, you know, this is Juju's, I guess, third contract and Reed's second contract. Um so they haven't been in the league all that long. Um, they still got some some good years left in them. So we're getting some good prime years out of both of those guys. And, you know, I think Reed will uh, continue to improve. 
um, be a good leader on this defense. And, you know, he's going to free agency again when he's like 28. But getting him for these three years, like, he's going to want to make him play that much harder because he's seeing all this other money safeties are getting and whatnot. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to ball out. I'm going to make make my next contract be big. So he's going to he's gonna give it all to the Chiefs the next couple of years. So I'm happy with that. The other moves um, – you know, uh, I spoke this into existence in our uh, our previous, you know, free agent. Um, the five guys you wanted to, I wanted the Chiefs to keep. They kept Chad Henney, um, so they keep. You did call that one, yeah. One year is two million, like perfect for you know a more than serviceable backup quarterback. You know, gives us a little bit of cushion with uh, with Patrick. Um, resigned Michael Burton, our tight end. Um, Andrew Wiley got him back too. Who's just a solid, um, solid. O-line rotational piece. We signed someone else the other day. Um, his name is escaping me right now. Um, he's an offensive tackle that played some with Houston. Another young guy, depth piece, whether he'll be on the practice squad or or the regular rotation, I'm not 100% sure on that. And obviously we franchise tagged Orlando Brown. So uh, the Chiefs right now, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll probably give him about a B. Um B to B plus um, they're, you know, they got the receiver they needed. They got the safety they needed. Um, you know, Frank Clark's contract worked out good. They restructured that. Um, so he actually took a lot less money to stay with the chiefs, which, which I appreciate because he, you know, he obviously has a love for the, for, for the team and um, knows that he's, you know, he hasn't put out what he was going to get paid. So he wants to, you know, potentially earn that back, which I can respect. Um, you know, a lot of talk right now as as this episode is being uh, recorded. We don't know about Zadarius Smith. Um, Big Z. Big Z. Apparently, it's down to the Chiefs or the Cowboys. It's it's an unknown AFC West team, judging kind of just by schematics and, you know, interest before. It's going to be the Chiefs. The Broncos got Gregory. The, you know, the Chargers got Mack and... Um, yeah, and the Raiders got Chandler Jones, so there's no need for them to have Zadarius Smith too. So let us have him. Let 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 it get more crazy in the AFC West. So uh, let's hope that Might happens. As well. Yeah, let's hope that happens. We can I can be celebrating that the next time we record. But uh, I'm happy so far with the Chiefs Chiefs moves. There's obviously, you know, now we're getting into that secondary market of free agents where they're still good players. They're just not going to get as crazy money. Um, and, uh, we'll see what happens, but you know, uh, the one I'll say one that I'm really disappointed that we didn't make more of an effort to get is Collins, um, who went to, uh, that revamped, uh, Bengals offensive line who've completely, yeah, they they got a new center. They got a new guard. Now they got a new tackle. So all things they needed to do to, to, to protect Joe. Um, and they got him on us on, I think a super affordable deal. I'm not a cap expert, but it would have been cool to see the chiefs at least make an attempt, but. I'm good with it. I'm not going to complain. What are what are your thoughts? Um, so I was also a fan. I I knew that you guys, you know, everybody wants to see their teams make a ton of moves, but when you already kind of have a top edge, uh, top of the line roster, you can't make as many. I mean, you guys released Anthony Hitchens, restructured Frank Clark, um, you know, Traverius Ward and um, Pringle had to go in free agency. So you understand that that kind of stuff has to happen. So I think that Veach is kind of doing what you have to do is make a few more calculated moves. He, clearly, you guys knew you wanted Reed. Tyron's out the door. Um, we'll see where he ends up. I heard he also either Cowboys or Colts. Preferably, he goes to the NFC. Um, 
but yeah, so, you know, I, I really like that signing. I, I think they kind of, I like what you guys are doing is going with younger, but not, you know, like rookie, rookie talent. Um, but guys that you can hold on to for a few years, get some production out of not just a one year, mm-hmm. you know, see how it goes deal. So like the read sign, I think is great. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see maybe one more pass rusher because Frank Clark is almost like at this point, um, I mean, obviously he's a starter, but if you guys get somebody more effective than he is and he could go into like the sub packages type type groups now that he's taking less money, it would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would kind of I'm curious to see uh, if you guys sign another corner and, uh, you know, like we said, Juju is, is actually probably one of the better wide receiver twos on the market. So that that's a good signing. And even if he does make the TikToks, it's not going to mess up. The you team. know, it's just it's just that annoying attention. Yeah, that we talked well, about. I'm a I'm a big mad mad dog uh, uh, sports radio listener this morning, and I had to run some run some errands this morning, so I was listening to Adam Shine, who I love. I love Shine Shine on Sports. Shout out. Um, but he he was uh, he was very adamant that he does not like Juju. He liked him coming out of college and whatnot, but does not like the move at all for the uh, Chiefs. That he's really? just like that. He's just too dramatic and stuff. You know, uh, the way I see it, too, is like, you know, uh, in my early 20s, I think in your early 20s, we were probably a little bit immature in some of the things that we did. And uh, we just weren't in the limelight like uh, Juju Juju is. And I think he realizes now didn't have a whole lot of interest, clearly. Um, You know, I'm sure teams were talking to him, but I think the Chiefs showed the most interest. He said that it's been a consistent thing the last two years um, that – if you see the type of contracts that Devontae gets, that um, you know uh, Hopkins gets, like these guys are getting stupid money, and not to say that Juju's even close to their level as far as production goes, even like more from uh, Carolina got seventy million. So if he gets his shit together and doesn't act like a fool and has himself a, a baller season, he signed a one year deal. He's going to get paid. So. That that's that's the moral here, dude. Like you've had your time to I mean, look at look at Christian Kirk. Look at dude. Christian Kirk, <laughs> dude. Like that's that's a better example than any ones I gave. Um, you know, never had never had a thousand yard season, right? And then he gets nope. eighty one million dollars. So <laughs> that should be motivation to Juju. Um, that to go out and, and and ball out and have the 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 best season of your career. You got Tyreek. You got you know hard. You got Tyreek Hardman, Kelsey, Gordon, Hilaire. You got an opportunity to have a big year. Go out and do it and prove it. So, um, I'm like I said, I, I am really happy with the Juju signing, and I'll, I'll take all the the flack I get for uh, you know him and Jackson Mahomes, you know, eventually getting married or whatever. But uh, hopefully, they keep it to an absolute minimum, and he just he just balls out and, and has himself a good season. I think the other receiving the guys on the receiving core might kind of stop that out of him. Like, hey, dude, where if you want to like, if there's win, a, you got to cut out the nonsense. If there's a better example. Look at Josh Gordon. He didn't do the stupid shit like TikTok, but with his use of a green leafy substance, like he will tell you like, dude, I have missed out on so much money for being stupid and ignorant about stuff. Don't do the same thing. It's, you know, it, it's, right. it's, it's, it's and he is super grateful to be there in KC. So yeah, I think he agreed that that's going to be fine. So we'll keep tracking on that. I think you guys have a couple more moves ahead. I love that. There's a picture of each uh, with Juju and somebody zoomed in on his face and he looks like, smoke and they're like yeah brett beach hasn't slept since february yeah. um yeah i saw that too which i mean you 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 feel for the guy but you're also kind of like all right good he's he's still on the hunt so i i think he is uh he's up late working working the phones um 
So we'll we'll bump into unless did you want to do your uh, your top candidate you're looking for right yeah, now? Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to do that. Yeah, so, get into so, it. Let's so see. So I had I had a couple different ones, uh, but I kind of settled, settled. Excuse me, on Jabril Peppers. Um, you know, I like, I, I like the move. You know, he was he was part of the Odell Beckham trade. Um, you know, was was okay. In New York, you know, hasn't necessarily fully lived up to that first round draft pick that he got. I think he's a first round pick of the Browns. Um, I think he's in the twenties or something like that. Uh, but he was really good at Michigan. Uh, was a game changer. That dude was like a top. Uh, was one of the top prospects coming out of high school. Um, yeah. I think he's out of New Jersey. So, but I, I think it'd be a good pick for the the Chiefs. Um, you know, the Mike Hughes thing. Worked out. It didn't work out. Obviously, during the uh, mm-hmm. during the Bills game, it didn't really work out. But uh, I think it'd be a you guys the yeah, one. just the one. Uh, but I think it'd be a good uh, low risk signing. I think you could probably get them in there between two to two to five million. E- even if you got them like a two year, ten million dollar contract, twelve million dollars, give them a team option for a year or two, whatever it is. Um, he's still young. He's got to be hungry to want to get paid again. You know, he has knows he's not necessarily lived up to the hype. Um, and uh, gives an opportunity to, to go to a much more solid situation than Cleveland and New York was and see what happens. So uh, Peppers would be one for me. And then an honorable mention is uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. You know, he he had to beat us with, <laughs> with the Bucs. Um, you know, he's always been a solid piece, and that man's got paid. So I think you'd probably get him at a decent price too. And rotational edge rusher, whatever it may be, I think you'd be good for the team as well. So those, those, that's, that's my 10 cents on that. Yeah. Pierre Paul's explosive. Uh, You see what he did there? That is great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of both those ideas. I think uh, either one would be good. I'm pushing for big Z for you guys. I I think um, he's not going back to the Packers even without all the, the changes going on there. Um, But we'll see. All right, so we'll get into uh, Raiders free agency. We'll start off with kind of the big dogs. So um, we, you know, we let our I talked about we let our fullback go, and then we ended up signing another one, Jacob Johnson from the Pats. Brandon Bolden, another running back from the Pats. We knew this was going to happen. A couple couple Patriots guys are going to make their way over, um, just with the McDaniel's um, Ziegler connection. Did you know Ziegler was an actor or is an actor on the side? No. Yeah, I think they said he was in like Dark Knight, something like that. Okay. Like as an extra. So he likes to go in movies. Fun fact, that's the general manager of the Raiders. Anyway, so um Jacob Johnson, a fullback, Brandon Bolden running back. I watched some of their tape. They both look both look good. Johnson, I guess, was told we no longer are going to fill your position, so you're out. Patriots, you know, a little stingy with their cash there. Um, but then the two big splash signings, Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league, huge contract. I get more hyped every single day. Um I saw that Derek Carr's brother, David, who everyone confused him for, said that uh, I don't think the league is fully understands like what's about to happen here. Um, you know, those two meet up every offseason. I get it. It's not Rodgers. It's, no, like, it's, it's just it's not that, dude. We're not, it's not that. It's like the excitement in your voice and just like. I can't. Do it's that. like I, pe- people don't people I, don't I just, obviously see this live. And like we when we were when we right. record, we have like a video up. So we see each other, see your reactions and stuff. And. Let me tell right. you, like this dude is like Christmas morning when he's like eight years old and he just got the action figure he wanted. Man, it is like he is a new. That's it. He is a new man. Yeah, they, I mean, I'm I'm like looking at Derek Carr a different way. I haven't even seen these two play together yet. 
but just like this has been something that Raiders fans have been talking about really since Devontae had like, you know, his breakout year in what was that, like 2016? You know, he's in the league from 14 and then a couple years of getting it, getting things together. And then he just came out and, and especially the last two or three seasons, he's been so good. And it's just been kind of this fantasy that he would come to the Raiders and here he is. So it's just mind blowing. We had a whole episode on it. I'm still not, not I feel over like you're it. Gonna, As Eric said, I, pr- I feel like you're going to have a mural painted in your, in your Raider room of just like Devante and Derek Carr and like your, your, your wife's going to be like, no, it, this, this is happening. I'm going to get this painted. I'm going to get, you're, you're going to get a well, picture, seen of the picture of my Raider. You've seen my Raider shrine in the basement yes. that I have there, but you know, I don't have, I don't have a Raiders tattoo yet. You know, maybe like a number 17 on my back would be awesome. Yeah, Although I heard he might go to 15, his college number. So who knows? Um, okay. So we'll, we'll be done with that, but that's just totally changed the offense. People are getting a little high and saying Raiders going to Super Bowl, but we'll, that's a topic for another day, but a uh, fantastic signing. I was already high on the Raiders free agency when they extended Max Crosby. Um, he totally deserves it. It's not um, an absolutely insane contract. I think they, they're they just learning from mistakes that have been made in the past or moves that wouldn't have been made in the past. Like Devontae Adams could have been snatched away from the Packers years ago and, and it wasn't done. Khalil Mack could have been signed by the Raiders in 18. When Gruden arrived, it wasn't done. We let him go. So signing Max is huge. Then we doubled down. We signed Chandler Jones, um, you know, outside linebacker from the Cardinals. He is a little older, 32, which makes me a bit nervous, but he had 10 and a half sacks last year. Granted, five came in one game. Um, But, you know, he's got over 100 career sacks. He's been in the league forever. Um, He's been hunting Russell Wilson the entire time he's been in the league. And, of course, Russ is back uh, in Denver. So good luck hiding from Jones again. So I, I love those three moves there specifically. Um, you know, I, I'm just a huge fan of the moves that the front office is making. I won't say it's like an all-in approach, but they're definitely leaning towards that that way. Um, but it's not like those three I just mentioned, none of them are one-year deals. You know, they're all going to be here for a little bit, so we're going to keep building. Um, then the Raiders signed Matt Collins, kind of that speedy uh, receiver option that we kind of need. You know, he's not great. He's not like a... a He's kind of like a three um, from the Dolphins. Um, offensive lineman Alex Bars from the Bears, who I'd never heard of. He started in like three games last year, so obviously not like groundbreaking. Um, they just signed Garrett Gilbert as a backup QB, so the pick six Peter Manera has been over. Obviously, Marcus Mariota is a free agent, so he's out and about. And then in getting Chandler Jones, we did sign or, well, traded for Rocky Sin, the cornerback from the Colts. Who's good, still a little bit raw, um, but he's much needed in a struggling secondary. They signed Anthony Everett from the Ravens, who I think is kind of an underrated signing. He has a lot of potential. He made some big plays in Baltimore, um, you know, obviously coming from a pretty competitive AFC North, so he will be very welcome. And then the first signing we ever had that actually is not on any of the NFL trackers because it was so early uh, is Darius Phillips, a corner from the Bengals. Uh once again, kind of like a middle tier signing, you know, they can't all be blockbuster trades, but, and signings, but um, he's at least provided just kind of another body to, to fit back there and, and we'll see how he does. I'm not confident he'll make it out of training camp, but we'll see. So overall, I'm very happy with it. The Raiders have been getting good grades from the general media. Um, obviously all the topic, all the topics are really surrounding Devante. Um, but w- there's also news of a Derek Carr extension possibly coming Wednesday, which is the day that Devante is supposed to come in and actually sign. 
his contract, but just in general, uh, a whole lot of buzz around the Raiders this free agency period. I'm stoked. Everyone in Raider Nation is stoked. Um, all these rumors and, and stuff, a lot of it actually ended up coming true. Um, before I give the, uh, oh, just news, uh, Colts are a likely landing spot for Falcons QB Matt Ryan if a trade goes down. One thing we talked about that. La- we talked about that one last thing on week that, that man. That I would like, like him in, in, in where league. where does where does Garoppolo end up? Where does Baker go if 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 Matt Ryan goes to the Colts? Yeah, I mean because the I would think that the Falcons would then draft a a wide, or wide receiver would draft a quarterback like. Where does Garoppolo go? Unless they want to do like a one, unless they, unless the the Falcons would want to do like a one year deal with um with Jimmy or Baker, but like, well, Baker the, only the, has a the year only left thing I can think contract, of. So they would assume the only that. thing I can think of, man, is like the the Falcons wanting to uh, just maybe like sign a Mariota or just have some backup quarterback so they can try and go into the top quarterbacks coming out next year. But yeah, just a bit. I don't know, dude. It's it's crazy, especially if Ryan ends up in Indy. I just don't know where Baker ends up. It's another L for yeah, Baker if I Matt have. Ryan ends up in Indy. He's having a rough month for sure. Um, all right, before I uh, okay, yep. They're so they're in talks that he will go to the Colts. So it's not done, but getting close. It's from Jay Glazer. I was just and, about uh, to ask. Him. I was just looking at that tweet. PFF. Yep. Yep. So it's okay. So it's actually moving now. Um, all right. So what do you think of the Raiders free agency moves? I mean, you and I have been talking about it constantly, but let's hear it for the, for the folks. I, I think you, you guys get an A like right off the bat, just getting Chandler Jones teaming up with Max Crosby, dude. I mean, it's, and you got him on a relatively affordable deal. Um, you, you know, you got some solid, um, depth pieces and, and guys that are going to help your team. Um, and you guys aren't done. You guys are done. Nope. Um, so there's still some areas that need still work. some areas you need to work. There's been some signings that I thought happened and you got all these like fake dudes on Twitter now that like look like real people. It's so, it's annoying. so annoying. It's oh, like, Oh, cause I, uh, I think you're going to name this name here in a second. After I say it to you, it was like, dude, the Raiders just signed Stefan Gilmore to a two year deal. And then I looked at it. It's like, dude's got like 200 followers and he just looks like another right. main NFL guy who actually has a blue check mark. So be careful people. When you're, when you're looking at these rumors on Twitter, um, I have a friend and I'm going to shout out to him because he, he will text me later and be like, man, thanks for the shout out. He's like, he sends me all these rumors and, and, and tells me all this stuff. I'm like, bro, like you're new to Twitter. Like you have to make sure they have the blue check mark and go and go from there. Because if they don't have the blue check mark, chances are what they're telling you is, is made up. <laughs> it's BS. So just be careful. Right. Like, and then there's some people that will pretend to be insiders. They don't try to pose as some of these big names like Rap Sheet or Adam Schefter or whatever, but they just pretty much will monitor what beat writers or other, you know, big names are saying and then say, oh, and by the way, here's the rumor, buddy, you're just reading Twitter like the rest of us, or you're just talking out of your ass, which is a lot of them. Um, there's only one guy like that I trust who's a, uh, he runs like a shoe store in Vegas. So I think a lot of the players buy his shoe, shoes from his store. And then they'll tell him stuff. He's the only one I trust. I think his name's Obi. Yeah. Shout out. Um, all right. So, yes, I'm a huge fan of, of what the Raiders have done. The free agent I'm kind of looking for, which, as you just said, has been linked to them, um, Stefan Gilmore. This is one where I'd like the Patriots connection to come in, bring him over. The cornerback room is, is very young right now. It's kind of like discombobulated. We could use a veteran. 
He's the defensive player of the year. Um, you know, a little older, as I said, like 31, 32 years old, but he definitely still has it. Um, he could play safety, could play corner. Um, he'd be a welcome addition to the group. So that's where we stand on that. Um, now we are going to pick a team whose free agency we think uh, has been killing it. Um, and two teams that we think have not. So uh, why don't you start with what team you think is doing, you know, is doing quite well in free okay, agency. So my team that's doing, uh, I think is doing great in free agency. And it, and it pains me to say this because they, they are a, uh, they are a consistent rival of us is uh, the Baltimore Ravens, man. They have gotten, uh, they got Morgan Moses from the Jets. Um, solid. Oh, you and I both yeah, wanted. both wanted him. They got him on a really relatively three years, 15 million. Like that's, Stoop, very, very reasonable. reasonable. So I think Morgan, I'm sure people had similar deals out there for him. He just wanted to go to Baltimore. Um, I can't, I mean, Harbaugh's a great coach. They got a good owner. So it's not, not crazy to think that he would, he would do that. Um, they got Pierce from, uh, the, uh, Vikings, a good, a good guy to put on your D line, um, compliment the, the other pieces you already have there. Um, and then the, I think the best signing for them is Marcus Williams, um, from the saints, um, really solidifies their secondary. I mean, the we talked about this previously during the season. Just the the amount of injuries that the that the Ravens dealt with last year was just like un, unreal, dude. I mean, it was just you looked at their injury report. It's it's just like it was like a it was like a band touring shirt, you know, like on the back. You're just like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, crazy. But they and they, and they still had a respectable season, which is crazy in and of itself. You know, you got Marcus Peters coming back. You got Marlon Humphrey, two really solid um, cornerbacks. And now you got Marcus Williams there uh, patrolling center field. Um, I think a great job by the Baltimore Ravens, which is, again, not shocking. They've always had a great front office, um, and uh, they got a good coach, and they they got better. So, you know, they they get they get an A for me, 100%. And, and they had Zadarius Smith, too, which would have given them an A+. Plus, and then he's like, nah. So I think they'll, they'll have some more – that's the only reason I didn't. That's the only reason I didn't pick them, and I kind of want to see if they'd add another receiver. I think I think they will. Um, I think group. they're just going to let things because you know there's still a lot of good good guys out there. I think they'll 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 find somebody. Oh yeah, they'll get another pass rusher in there, and and they'll be okay. But you know, watch them go get a Jadavian Clowney or something like that. So, um, well, that yeah, we'll see. But them. like I said, I give them an A. I think they've had you know not a ton of free agent signings, but the ones that they've had really fit needs and have, have been really great signings. Nice. Uh, I'm going to agree with that. And the only reason I didn't pick them was because the big Z um, thing went south. Um, but yeah. And, and like I said, I'd like to see a receiver, like maybe OBJ go over there. Although once again in the AFC, so maybe go elsewhere. Um, and then if you happen to cause them to implode, then Hey, it is what it is. Um, all right. The team that, that I think is doing well, once again, another, another rival for us to talk about um, is going to be the Los Angeles chargers. I think Tom Telesco is doing a fine job right now. He extended Mike Williams off the bat, kind of a big contract, but he's a, he was a huge piece of their offense last year. They signed JC Jackson, cornerback from the Patriots. Still more of a reasonable deal than I thought, but still a significant signing. He's going to elevate their secondary big time. Him and Derwin James back there, that's just two levels of, of deadliness. They snatched Khalil Mack from the Bears. Once again, also reasonable. They didn't even have to give up a first for him. He did not come to the Raiders, as we all thought. If he ever returned to the West, it would beat us. It's not. He's with them now. 
Um, they signed a long snapper to a four-year deal for five and a half million. Josh Harris, he must be really good from the Falcons. Hey, if you if you get a good long snapper, I guess it's important. Um, so that was a big one. And then they got Chase Daniel. They signed two defensive tackles, uh, one from the Giants. They got Joseph Day from the Rams, who's kind of an underrated signing, three years, twenty-four million. I like him, and they got Christian Covington from the Cardinals and wherever he stopped in between. Um, so you know they just that D line is going to be legitimate with Joey Bosa and Khalil. As I said, the secondary um, was a little bit weak last year, but with Derwin James and now JC Jackson, I I think that that's that's one of the things people forget about is you can sign a bunch of mid level talent and you know be be medium, be okay. You won't be great. But when you add someone like JC Jackson and then you already have talent, like they make everybody better. It's like when it's like every, you know, Leonard Floyd with the Rams, you've got um, Aaron Donald there. You make Floyd that much better. It, it just, it, it grows down the and, line. You know, I've seen in mocks them getting Jordan Davis and I would be, God, oh my dude, God, oh, no, 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 no. But I think Jordan Davis probably priced him, not priced himself, but got himself drafted higher than, where the where the Chargers are picking? Um, what pick are they at? They're in the early. Tw- They've got to be after seven, like seventeen. Oh, dude, they actually might actually be able to. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, dude. They actually could still get Jordan Davis. Fuck. Let's let's. Yeah, I've seen him mock to like seventeen. Yeah, let's not let's. And I think they got it because the Raiders Raiders were twenty two. Yeah, that's a good point, dude. Uh, uh, let's let's you know, now now the let's Packers are picking. Happen. One caveat to your to your and, and someone brought this up, so I, I'm not gonna can take, Go take full it. credit for it. It was actually Colin Cowherd that said something about this. Um, oh, I know okay. you're not a huge Colin Cowherd fan, but uh, he just the way he talks. There's like always oh, that spit he, in yeah. the corner. He, he's Swallow, a, he's, a, he's actually a super cool dude. He's actually he's a, he's a nice guy. I've met him a couple times, but um, he he had said uh, that. Uh, what the chargers are doing with, with a great quarterback on a rookie contract is what you're supposed to do. You know, who's not doing that. The the Patriots, the Patriots haven't done anything this season. You know no. what I mean? Granted they went out all out last year, That's but true. they haven't done anything this year for, for Mac. I hated their, yeah, it was bad. Last year. Um, you know, they got Judon and you know, they got some good defensive pieces, but you know, yeah, he Her, was good, but they signed Aguilar and Johnu Smith. Johnny like Smith and Hunter, Hunter Henry, Henry. They didn't deals. really do anything, so they haven't done anything this year. No. So, I mean, I'll just I'll just throw that out there. If you got a young quarterback on a rookie level contract, go all out. That's all I got to say. Yeah. No, Chargers are doing it right there. I think offensively, their like scoring was never their problem last year. It was their defense was like Swiss yeah. cheese. So, I think this is going to be. They're in the arms race that is the AFC West. They're staying consistent with everybody else. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give the Chargers like an A-. minus. Um, all right. Now we're going to go to two teams that are sucking in free agency, getting poor grades. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you kick it off? Uh, so, you know, I wanted to, to switch up our divisions here. Um, or Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, the Washington Commanders. Um, not really impressed with their um, offseason, their free agency. You know, Carson Wentz was via trade, so I don't really count that as a free agent move. Um, and, and in full transparency, I don't know what their cap situation was, but uh, I don't. It's I think pretty it's good. pretty good. You know, they don't have a they don't have a big time quarterback until. I mean, they absorbed all of Carson Wentz's money, so they had to have some money. Um, 
you know, they they signed they re- they got McKissick back, who's a decent running back. Camp Sims, gonna be fully honest here, really don't even know where he came from or how good he is. Um, you know, they have they have they have def- decent offensive pieces in in Washington. Though they got Andrew Norwell from the Jaguars, um, who was a big free agent signing a couple years ago, but he is not. Oh, Sims was always on. Not to interrupt. Sims oh, was Sims always was, on Washington. Oh, because they, they resigned Sims. He was an he was an undrafted okay. free agent. Okay, good they call. resigned Thank him. Uh, Norwell. Um, yeah, no one else. You know, was a big free agent signing a couple years ago for the Jaguars. Never really lived up to that contract. Um, and then the rest of the guys, you know, Tyler Larson, uh, Bobby McClain, Troy Apke, both are all you know guys they resigned. I just feel like the NFC East is. Uh, it's a winnable division. You're going all in, getting your quarterback, get some more pieces. Um, it's the worst it's division, the worst in, division the in the league. So I think it's wide open and they just haven't really done anything. And I don't even really ever hear them in the running for anyone either, which is kind of surprising. So uh, I'm picking the commanders. There's there's teams that are more obvious and easy to pick, like the Jaguars and stuff like that. But I wanted to do something a little bit more difficult. So when commanders, I just think they could do a lot better. Uh, I agree. Everything just kind of seems to be like, like, eh, with the commanders. Like, no, you can't tell, like, Carson Wentz didn't even look excited in that press conference. He looked like Ronald McDonald. They're just like, they got a, it wasn't a great name change. The uniforms look whack. Like, just everything is weird with that team. At least re-signed Terry McLaurin to a big deal. Yeah, I think he's. I don't know. You you guys have he, to. Do I think something. he even said something super uh, dorky. He's like, "I can't wait to be the commander in chief of this team." Like, oh my god, they're calling him Commander, commander Carson. Carson. It just but, sucks. But dude. now you look at it, it's like dude, you're you're you one you step away Matt from Ryan. You could have had Baker Mayfield. Yep. All guys, I take over Carson Wentz, and you and yep. you traded two third round picks or second and a third round pick. And, you know, we we talk about how that can change. And you took all twenty eight and a half million dollars. I hor- horrible that contract. Oh my it god! Just, it's it doesn't make sense to me. But you know what? I'm not an NFL GM, so I'll let them figure that out. But yeah, right. I still kind of blame Howie Roseman for all of that. And he just got a new deal. Um, I don't know. He's yeah, he did. I can, yeah, and he's going to draft another receiver because he can't hit on a receiver mm-hmm. in the draft. So go third time's the charm. All right, um, I'm going to go um, with the Chicago Bears. So once again, I'm stepping over to the NFC. We don't really like the Bears on the show, just for some background reasons. Um, so they signed Byron Pringle. They signed Economy St. Brown. I think I said that right, from the Packers. Uh, they got a defensive tackle, Justin Jones, because the um, Ogunjobi deal fell through. He failed his physical, and you know he's going to pass that physical in some, with somebody else immediately. Um, they got an offensive guard from the Packers, uh, safety from Houston. They signed Nick Morrow, linebacker from the Raiders, who's actually pretty good, but he's coming off an injury. And then they all signed a long snapper. You know, you got to have one of those. Um, just a lot of like underwhelming signings for how much cap space they should have because they got rid of Mac. Um, they don't, they aren't paying Allen Robinson anymore. He is a yes. Ram. Allen Robinson is, yeah. Um, which I really like that fit for him. I think he's going to do great. They totally use and abuse that guy. Actually, they didn't use him. They just abused him. Um, but like you said, when you have the rookie quarterback build around him with some stars, some deep level talent, none of these names are screaming talent. Mooney, Mooney, Mooney's their I think best just, guy, right? Isn't there one or 
That's what I'm saying. So you, yeah, but he's in my mind still like a two. And then you've got Pringle, Pringle, and St. Brown. None of those are stud primary no. receivers. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like they don't like number one receivers the there Bears in Chicago. But a, a, and they don't have a first round draft pick. Um, and the Bears, I think. No, they, they traded their pick to the Giants for uh, for Fields. Ah, uh, to go up and yep. get Fields. Oh, How would you rank that? that? Um, anyways, <laughs> do you hear? Um, <laughs> I, I, I think they have <laughs> some dead cap money from Mac because of the trade, and then I think they have a bunch of cap space next year. But they have done nothing to help Justin Fields. Really, I just I don't I don't get it. But new. No. And it's not even just the offense. Like I think they need to go more D end or they run a three four outside linebacker. Um, they need some more secondary help. They didn't sign. They signed one safety. They their corners suck. They're you know I, I don't really know what they're doing. I, I wonder if um, more people would have been like you know what I'm going to give Chicago a chance if if Aaron Rodgers didn't come back. You know what I mean? But Devontae Adams being gone is a thing. Yeah. So the Packers. Need to make a, a receiver splash. Let me and let me let me. Rogers can let me, do a lot let me with say a little. This, and, I, and I get why they didn't trade him to them, but like Robert Woods getting traded for a six round pick is criminal. It it is absurd, criminal. And I was like, when that happened, I was like, how do the Chiefs not do that? And I was like, man, they probably don't want to send it to like a potential rival in the Super Bowl or whatever it may be. But a six round, well, the, the Titans are a, super, a six round pick. Like how? I don't know if it's the money or what. He's not going to come back right in the beginning of the season, but a six-round pick would do that all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Absolute criminal. I would have given up a third. I would have given, given up a third. third Easy. For him, Wouldn't I even. Think. I would not have even given questioned up a third. it. Red Beach is like, yeah, I traded a third. Yeah. Cool. No big deal. But uh, that is yep. a great move by Tennessee. They, yeah, great move. Yeah. They so they shipped out the injured Julio Jones. And had to be he, done, and it, then um, him and him and Brown together, dude. Are you kidding me with Henry? Like that's that's fantastic. I, I that is that that blew my mind, dude. For a six round yeah. pick, great great move by the great move by the Titans for real. So that but like right there, I would have given them a much higher grade if they had had made that move. Um, so unless they sign one of these top top receivers that's still floating around, and there's not many, but there's enough, but. Like you said, they don't even have first round pick, so good luck. I just they're just gonna be medium, I think. And no no offense, but it's it's your guy Ryan Poles from Kansas City. The yeah. you know, I don't remember what position he had there. Yeah, he was assistant a, he GM. Assistant GM. Assistant, Assi- assistant, assistant to, to the, the assistant GM. GM yeah. Um he was a Dwight <laughs> yeah. in Kansas City. Uh, but, exactly. So he's not really uh you know, now he's a general manager. He's not really rising to the occasion for his first start. Um I'm just saying, I'll throw a random example out there. Dave Ziegler from the Raiders, maybe. Kind of making a bit more of an impression with his first season. As yeah, after what you had to go through. So, pull, step it up, dude. Or don't step it up. I don't care if the Bears do well. I prefer they don't, actually. Um, but, yeah, so the Bears, I'm going to give them like a D plus, C minus. It's not, it's not looking great for them. Especially now would be the time to capitalize, as you kind of see the Packers are a little bit mm-hmm. weak right now. Their fan base is deflated. Like, let's get it going. Attack. So that that's it. So uh, if you're kind of just coming at the tail end, we did Raiders free agency, Chiefs free agency. We talked about the Bears and the Commanders doing poorly in free agency. We talked about the Ravens and the Chargers definitely stepping it up, which is unfortunate because they were two AFC teams. Yeah, you see the th- um, you see the coach theme there. The that- AFC and the NFC is just it's it's leans more and more towards the AFC on the daily. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And just another alert. No, there's no Matt Ryan trades. Just that the Jets or Giants are willing to move out of their early picks because they have so many. Good for you guys. All right. Um, you want yeah, to end so I, the I gotta, episode? I got to do a little bit of a little little thing on uh, on John Clayton, the professor here. Um, so probably even more so than Brendan. Like I. My young years were very much dedicated to watching ESPN, watching sports. It's what I lived and breathed. It's what I lived and breathed really pretty much my entire life. You know, my my goal was to, like, you know, be in sports media when I was younger. You know, like, I grew up in Connecticut. I even went to an open house at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting when I was younger because uh, I wanted to be on the radio. I wanted to talk sports. You know, there's, it's a hard industry to get into. That's why I love doing this. Shout out to you, Brennan, for, for, and you and Austin for creating this podcast and letting me be on it too. It's, it's been awesome because I can kind of fulfill a childhood dream. But anyways, back to John Clayton. Um, he was the guy back in the day. Um, you know, this is before Twitter. This is before, um, you know, social media, when you had to watch ESPN to, to see breaking news happen, um, trades, draft, free agent signings, whatever. And, you know, John Clayton would always go on there and people that saw John Clayton would never really think that this dude would be such a like amazing football mind and have so much knowledge about the game. Dude was like a diehard, diehard Seahawks fan was based out of Seattle it was a, a journalist up there in Seattle forever, um, but it always was a huge contributor to ESPN. Had that like amazing commercial where uh, he does this segment and then you know rips off his like half shirt and tie and it's like rocking out to some Metallica and eating Chinese food and lets his hair down from his ponytail, yelling at, at his mom. mom. The segment's done, you know. Like that was that was back when ESPN yeah. was was the absolute shit, dude. You know, you look forward to the new commercials and stuff, and the John Clayton one was all time. So had to give him a shout out. Was really um like a, just a just a just a great memory of, of growing up and you know when big NFL news happened it was John Clayton coming out and the professor dropping knowledge so rest in peace to him um it sounded like he had a brief bout with uh, I'm assuming probably cancer or some sort of illness and uh died peacefully um so that that that's I mean if you can go peacefully and not have to be in pain that's obviously the best way to go um but was obviously a huge contributor to uh the NFL ESPN and in, in, in my life growing up, honestly, you know, just getting to see him. And I just, I looked, I look forward to it, man. His, his segments are always great. So shout out to John Clayton. And he clearly made a huge impact on so many people in ESPN and the sports media. Cause all the um, tweets and stuff last week talking about how amazing he was really just goes to show what kind of impact he had. So RIP to the professor, man, you will be missed. Do you have anything to say about him? Dude, I, I really can have wrapped it up better than better than you said, and I think you kind of have a better memory of of sports in or the, just the ESPN, the sports world in general from from our days. You know, I was just kind of one of my like more my biggest memories of like my team was when the Raiders lost in the uh, the Super Bowl to the to the Bucks, and I wanted to stay home from school, which I think we were yeah middle yep. school together. And she said no, she said no, it's football, and I had to go to school. Um, I consoled him though. So that's what I, I remember. Him. But no, obviously you did. You did. I appreciate that. And I think you kind well, of it was, the, pa- it was the Patriots. Yeah, it was the Patriots um, that you that you lost to that I consoled you with. 
Yeah. Okay. So it was the Tuck Rule game, yeah, game, right? Because the... yeah, but then the but then the following year when they played Gruden in the Super Bowl and lost to the Buccaneers, I remember that one because I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl and I wouldn't get to go to school to stay at home and celebrate it. And then it turns out they lost it, so I still didn't want to go to school, and, and it didn't didn't help. And then everyone yeah, still to school for that. Um, I was not a pa- I was not a Patriots fan, so we were, we were both that. anti anti New England. New, never. never. Um, but yes, legend in the industry um, really sucks. I didn't even. I don't know think he anyone did, man. I don't think anyone really um, knew he was sick. He was a yeah private battle, and he he went out on his own, and uh, but definitely will be missed, man. I mean, he was he was he was great. Kind of gets lost in what. You know the Schefters and all these other guys now are getting live tweets and stuff, and I have all this insider. He's he obviously had insider information back when you got like emailed stuff, and then you'd put it out. So it's a lot different now than it was 15, 20 years ago when we were growing up. But uh, still, it was one of the OGs. So shout out, John. Appreciate you. Exactly. Well said, and you're welcome for the podcast. But in reality, you actually kind of saved it. Austin had to back out for some personal, uh, you know, well, professional things, his job, it's all out of time, whatever, whatever. Um, so you filled in, we've created this, this new front as rating the kingdom, send it podcast. Um, but yes. So thank, thank you. you for coming on. And another update it's from Pat McAfee. So I think this is pretty legit. Matt Ryan to the Colts is all but done for a third rounder. And it's one of the third round picks they got for Carson Wentz. Who would you rather have, Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? <laughs> Goddamn, Chris Ballard. You are a motherfucking team. Matty Ice. Yeah, yeah. Just when I thought, because they don't have a no, first round pick this year, right? Wentz. So it's they, like, Matt Ryan. They, they sent it to Wentz. Dude, still. Ballard, Ballard is legit. legit. He's, He's got now Matt Ryan done. has a friggin' offensive line in front of him. He's got Taylor. I mean, Watch out for the Colts, dude. The AFC is freaking insane. It's so God, annoying. dude. It's, oh it's ridiculous. I'm like hyped up. I just took some pre-workout. I am super hyped now, dude. What the? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sorry. I just, I just went crazy here on the podcast here, guys. But it's. Oh. Well, this is. It's just it's just insane. It really is. So there, we're probably going to have to do another episode soon. Um. I'm just going to pencil this in here because we're, we're talking about it for a minute. But, yeah, that would just – Michael Pittman, that defense, freaking um, – you know, obviously they just got it in Gawkway from us. Um, T.Y. Hilton's probably still sticking they'll, around. They'll draft a wide receiver. You know, they can Taylor, still sign they, Landry. Or they, they're going to get some more pieces. Yeah. Especially now that you got yeah, Matty Ice. No, so. Ballard's not done. If you could turn a Wentz trade into Matt Ryan, yeah. God, yeah. Damn it, man. They're good. All right. Well, that's all for now. Um, appreciate everyone tuning in. It's kind of a longer one, um, but we should have a special guest for you either later in the week or next week. We're still working on that. Um, but yeah, let's keep going to free agency yeah, and buddy. see how it goes. It's wild.